Welcome, welcome to Studio Secrets A to Z. And I'm Anthony J. Resta here with Bob St. John for the fourth installment of the TV Mania um, episodes. So here we go. Uh, we're going to start off right away with uh, one of the tracks. Uh, is it using hidden hidden camera? Yep, using a hidden one camera. One of my favorites. Yeah, it's one of my favorites too. Here we go. <laughs> Using a hidden camera. 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 Go online. 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 Into the black internet. Using a hidden camera. 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 Go online. 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 Using a hidden camera. 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 Go online. Into the galactic internet. Using a hidden camera. 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 Go online. Internet.
Here we go. Eyes in the sky. You know, at that time, the Internet was a relatively new thing. Remember, it's hard to believe now yeah. how much things have changed. And I was listening to that. And uh, originally, that was just single length. And then I think we just added that extra thing, and I, I, that's the first time I've heard it. No, we, du- uh, we doubled. I mean, we the actually, version I had yeah. always had it doubled. No, it's du- we doubled the length of it because the, the, yeah. it, it had no beats in it originally, and I thought it would right. be cool to, right. to make an extended dance mix, and then that, that ended up being the main mix. Um, I really want to try dancing to that. Yeah. <laughs> what I love about it is <laughs> the things that are, they, with Pro Tools and stuff, there's a, a way to make everything perfect with the loops and stuff. And back then, you know, we're triggering things from Akai samplers and whatnot. And each little trigger, when you hit something on the one, it's going to have its own, you know, speed and related to how much you, you know, pitch it up or down. So they they, they don't, they're never actually perfect, but there's a certain stagger to it. That's I find really like nice, like at this point in time, because everything's so so perfect nowadays. So Um, precise. When they sent this to you, it was actually just like the first section, wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I, you know, I just felt like it needed to go somewhere from there. And I remember doing this at Cortland in Hanson, Mass. Cortland recording. Yeah, we did. That's and right. um, I just, I remember us triggering things because it was, it wasn't easy. I remember like triggering stuff from like the either the TC twenty two ninety or AMS or something. I because I remember pushing. It was definitely the kick. That's what I remember. Yeah, I remember the thing flashing all the time. It, uh, yeah, that's a kick I used a bunch afterwards. Um, it, uh, but I do remember mixing it at Cortland because I remember we had the sound space there. You can hear that there's on... There's a lot of sound space in there. It's going all over the place. It's so cool. That's the that best part. Keeps And the thing that does the sort of Doppler effect kind of... It, also was with the sound space. It's better in speakers. Um, that was very yeah. experimental. Yeah, that that's fun in speakers, actually. It's fun in speakers if you just close your eyes and yeah, get I, high. I love, the way that they, I love the way that they, you know, they put all those speaking things together it's just an internet you know go online it's just so what what's the call is celluloid what is that and mean? then the call is celluloid and then every there's a crowd that cheers it's it's just the call real, is celluloid I mean, yeah I, I i i remember when we were doing it when what is celluloid call yeah, I mean that must—it's something to do with photography, obviously, right? Because Nick always was into like you know the Andy Warhol thing and the sound of the shutter and like that's on. Yeah. And people know your name, which is the next track we're going to get into. There's a bunch yeah. of that. I I love it's in the um, in the uh, extended version when it stops and there's the camera noise and that electric sound all together. That's wild. Yeah, that's like that's some advanced shit. The electricity. I was I remember I had a, like a series of sound effects discs um, that I think I had recorded from sound techniques like in, in my spare time so i was like look always looking for stuff to do with like these just random sound effects it just seemed like it fit but um I, it's, it's a fun piece i i've actually heard that somewhere not that long ago like in in speakers like and and just went to myself like what is going on here like i mean i'll tell you a funny story i listened to this whole record um, uh, i was uh, doing a session at longview farm yeah. and uh jason muscartola was there with me and back then the concept of getting high was a new thing for me but he's sitting there saying hey you want to get high i'm like yeah so we were in the, the we were in the farmhouse not the barn but in the yeah. farmhouse they yeah. had the trident a yeah. range in there i love that and, board. Uh, we got I fucking love that thing that to me, that's one of the major losses in, in, in the world is that that studio isn't there anymore. I think that, and, uh, yeah, that so we, yeah. 
I'm sorry, but that board ended up at Sunset. I think I've I've been there. Did it really? Yeah. That's a great. That's a great console. Yeah. A little quirky, but it sounds amazing. EQ is unlike anything you've ever heard. Did you ever use it? Did you ever yeah. get to use oh, it yeah. when it was there? I loved it. I I still love using uh, Trident um, pre's on my, as plugins because I just love the graphics. Yeah. I just love I use it. I use the plugin all the time. That's that's one of my mystery. Um, where'd you get that high end plugins? Um, it, it uh, we were so anyhow we 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 sat there and you know. We were kind of stoned, and we listened to the entire TV mania thing. And that, honestly, that's the first time I think I've ever listened to it in that state. Wow. It was a trip. It was truly a trip, because I remember we were sitting there, and classic, Jason looked at me in classic, stoned voice. He goes, dude, dude, this sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> then I think we went outside, and we ran all the way up to the top of the hill. It was like <laughs> early fall, and uh, we could hear wolves. But still in the back of my mind was using a hidden camera. And then I remember rolling down the hill. <laughs> I don't remember much after that. Uh, those are the good old days. That was fun. That was so There's your fun. random story. <laughs> I can hear. And it sounded amazing there. I, I, Seriously, on the, on the big speakers, it felt like it was all over the room. It's definitely got a sick low in that one. I think that's the, the, those bass sequences are... Um, there's a couple of different ones. One of them is, was a, my multi-moog when you push down the thing and you set the uh, sample and hold to a certain speed and you just trigger it with your finger. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's sort of mm -hmm. out of out of time. And then there was one from Nick's uh, uh, Roland uh, System 100 modular, um, the Frank we call Frank. Did you talk about that last time? Yeah, yeah we, we, we time. actually, I think we offered a little extra um, content, like a little sample of uh, Frank just rolling on a DAT that I had. Um yeah, there's so much stuff. I, I'm going to st start archiving stuff on that. And I'm st just stumbling across. I, I stumbled across an entire session of me playing drums with the drum sound from Ball of Confusion. Like, it's just me jamming for like 15 or 20 minutes with that drum <laughs> that sound. That was good stuff. It's yeah. a great drum that was sound. A, uh, that was in that big room. Metropolis. At, uh, at Metropolis. I love that room. I'm going to start um, giving away some of that stuff as uh, extra content on the uh, in a subscription model to yeah. Studio Secrets. Cause it's, Ball of uh, Confusion was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. I love that one. Yeah, there's... That's a great one. We we definitely have to do some thank you episodes at some point. Karsten's doing a um, documentary called The Road to Midazoland. And he's yes, I saw. And so, um, yeah, we, uh, people have been asking me for a while. So at some point we'll, we'll we'll go down, maybe just do two two songs per episode or something so it's not too drawn out. Um, thank you. Thank you. It was, it was epic. That yeah. was, I think that was our, our a, a baptism by fire into the Duran Duran world. Yeah, there's just so many great <laughs> stories. Sure. That was my induction into <laughs> cognac and espresso. <laughs> uh, those you were, corrupted me. Yeah. Well, cool. Let's. Um, I was a good boy until then. Yeah, it's all my fault. It's all my fault. Um, so is there anything else we sh should add on this one uh, as far as the who, what, when? No, where? you know, it, it, in, in the end, it was it was pretty basic. I do remember mixing it at Cortland. It's one of the few songs we didn't redo at yeah. Sound Techniques. I remember that. Yeah, it was for sure. It was complicated. How it? Uh, you must have done analog uh, tape edits to get this to splice the uh, the two versions together. Um, I think that what we did in order for continuity is uh, that Cortland didn't have a half inch analog. Yeah. So most likely we took it from the DAT and ran that into the ATR at Sound Techniques. Okay. Only. Remember we sequenced the whole record together there. Yes, I do remember that day. Um, and th that was all on half inch. Okay. Wow, it's 100% analog then, recorded in 24, track analog. Yeah. And yeah. mixed to a... Uh, uh, I have absolutely no... Re I have no recollection of recording it. 
Yeah. Where'd we transfer that from? Oh, from some some ADATs? there was some stuff on ADAT for sure. And I I yeah. had I had stuff running live in my Akai samplers too. I know that. Uh specifically at sound techniques i remember not, I, let, me, let me ask you a question if you if, if right now they said okay you got to go set up just like you guys did it what kind of anxiety attack would that give you right now <laughs> yeah go get those sounds on the akai sampler do you have the s3000 what about the surfboard you still have the surfboard i don't have yeah, I, don't, we'll I, I have the 5000 the 3000 i i got rid of all my opcode uh studio interfaces so we have to find a working version of vision and uh, right. I could, I would be able to round up the sequences. I do have all the floppies. Do you still have the Mac? Do you still have the Mac? No. Was that Nessie? No, it's gone. Classic? It's gone now. <laughs> uh, well, we'd have to locate one of those first. We've got to go totally old school. Yeah, it would take us about... I tried to find one of those to run the software for the uh, RSS 10. Um, right. And th- it turns out that they're all dried out. Like, they, they just like components on a board like those old computers they all the capacitors dry out and stuff and they're they're all messed mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. i did not know that because I, I joined a users group on facebook um mac vintage mac computers and it's a huge right. huge thing it's really hard to get one really working well um you know mm-hmm. but people do it but they're expensive so i ended up using that mc8 to control it instead okay so we'll go on to um this is one of the more epic songs on the uh, album and I think it closes the album. It did at least it did yeah. on. I mean, sequence. originally I think it closed the album. I don't know. Did the, the album sequence say the same as it always I th- was? I th- I have the CD in, in in my car. I should I I don't remember, but I th- I know there was a couple of additional tracks that we didn't work on. Yogurt with a fake tan or something like that. On the original version, this next song was the last song. I'm not sure if it is. It, it is on this one. Okay, it is good. Okay, so this is called "People Know Your Name."
remember the women at the end of the last century when they had the vapors? the right word to describe it i haven't heard that in a really long time i'm just kind of like speeches a little bit i'm it's like way better than i remember it being <laughs> I mean, uh, well, and it was one of the later mixes we did that one was definitely at sound techniques um you know and drums are massive those those are at the at your old studio weren't they yeah and i recognize the noble and cooley snare because it's got that maple crack to it it's such a great sound i um i i, I just i don't remember the mix sounding that I don't know, full and con- it always seemed, I don't know, it wasn't my favorite mix like when we f- did it, but now I hear it and, and kind of for the first time, like going, whoa, it's really good. Warren Warren's guitar stuff is like so, so cool. I and think. the whammy bass. I love the whammy bass. <laughs> that's that's a great, that's a, just such a great sound. Yeah, it's, I just, I mean, there's so much in there. Um, I like how it develops. Who, uh, who did the female vocals on that? It's either Lamia or... Um, the the one that started with an M, I can't remember anymore. It's 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 just beautiful. Yeah, they're, they're great. They're yeah. just great. That's just such a great way to end the album. It's like people know your name. Um, there's and with that, the camera flashings, flash bulbs at the end. I forgot that, about that. Well, that's another whole story altogether because we went through hundreds, if not thousands, of samples of people flashing uh i have a vague remembrance of this yeah because no he had a specific (laughs) thing in his mind and and what's funny is that this is an interesting topic and i remember this being the problem that sound in your mind uh of that that shutter thing like in let's say in an old 40s movie old 40s movie when there's like the the reporter there and there's that sound 
It, right. What you remember from the movies is not what it really sounds like. I don't know what they used to use, but I, it, I mean, most of them don't sound even remotely like what you pictured they should sound like. It's if, it, if that right. makes any right. sense, because it's more like, it's it's like a it's a like a little isn't it a glass flash that goes off like and it and it breaks or something. It's, a gla- it's originally a glass flash. I don't know if it breaks, but it makes a very it makes a contained chunk sound. I mean, the thing is that. Just like, you know, gunshots in movies aren't what gunshots sound like in real life. There's no low frequency to them. Yeah. But, you know, you watch a movie and it's like caving your chest in. It doesn't sound like that. So. Similar. Yeah, it's similar because there's also, there's the, the sound of the, the, the shutter um, engaging and disengaging too as part of it. So it, I think it ended up, might have even ended up being more than one sample, but it was really involved. Um, I just love the arrangement. I like it's, it's. There's some kind of Pink Floydness to it, even though it's a lot heavier guitar-wise. Um, do you remember anything at all about yeah, the guitar the, treatments? The, I, the, the thing is that you know, this. Uh, and, and I know I've asked this question before. This predates Metazoland, doesn't it? You know, I every time I say something, like I get yelled at by on different Duran forums for being wrong. So I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> Uh, I, I've been corrected a bunch of times on this stuff. You know, people will DM me uh, and say, oh, dude, uh, that's not right. You know, there was somebody that was saying that um, PLU and the other one we did, Ball and Chain, uh, you know, they, it wasn't done like, I don't know, all this stuff like it was earlier. And I said, well, you know, I said, I just don't remember. Um, yeah, know. I wish I could remember the timeline and I can't yeah. now. What, I, what happens is those, they're nearly interchangeable, you know. Yeah, I have in a, a feeling, ways. I, in my mind, it was in between somehow or, or overlapping one of the two. But but the thing is, and Medazzaland, you know, we're credited as producers as yeah. part of TV Mania. So, so that, I'm yeah. guessing TV Mania predates it. Yeah, that I think that, that, that this that's came right. First. So, um, we'll hear yeah. about it if we're wrong, believe me. Yeah. There was some, somebody sent me a, a thread of like 49 pages of people talking about you and I on this podcast. And I was like, I didn't even want to go there and open it up and start looking because, you know, it's just going to get my blood pressure up because I mean, people are so, you know, mean sometimes. And I'm like, oh, I don't even want to see it, you know, so <laughs> <laughs> I've had mostly positive, mostly positive stuff, you know, so I just stick to the positive stuff and the negative stuff I'll just avoid. <laughs> But um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else. That this was this was Sound Techniques, right? This one in, yes, in Boston. Sound yeah, I remember it being the hard, one of the harder mixes because it's when Warren has those giant giant guitar textures that are so multi layered um, through their Jam Man and other stuff, all his pedals and everything. They they tend to like eat everything in their path, and it's really hard to get other stuff. Well, I mean, there was an inductor. You know, the thing is that a lot of that stuff, and, and I'm bedazzling too. There's a lot of noise. A yeah. noise guitar that you have to kind of carve out a place where other things can get in the mix because otherwise it'll dominate everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, that was, you know, and Medazzaline, that was always what I was contending with. You listen to songs like Barbarella or Big Bang Generation. Yeah. There's stuff that's like always in the way of the other things you got to hear. And on TV Mania, sometimes that is the focus was that. And, you yeah. know, uh, so... I'm sure that's why I was asking if this came first because I think that's where I actually acquired that skill of okay. making it so it wasn't really irritating because the jam man those sounds the constant cyclical things can you know be like fork on a dry plate after a while sure sure that's, and that's just a matter of just carving them out so they don't hurt you yeah <laughs> so when you turn it up loud 
<clears throat> the bass sound exactly whatever you did on that bass sound is one of the coolest bass sounds ever because it's like it almost sounds like a synth but it's an actual bass being played with a whammy bar right i used the um the 170 the 175 they had over at sound techniques what is that the uh, 176. The the uh, it's okay. a essentially a tube 1176. And you distort. You don't it? see them that often. You can get the plug-in now, which is pretty amazing. Does it distort um, the same way? It doesn't distort. It doesn't distort. It just does some warm and fuzzy thing on the low end. If you uh, there's other stuff that we did, like when we did the John P in the pawn shop on yep. City is a Jar. You know yep. the song. Yep. Um, that that's that's what the drum sound is on that. That's the big boomy thing with the, oh i, love I just, it. basically that was a mono drum track and i used the 120 xds as a little processing on it and i probably used the 120 on the um, bass on on this song too it's the, massive. you know it didn't have a lot of low end by itself because it was like distorted through that pedal yeah. so i'm sure that's what it is and it's it's pretty compressed and the compression does its own warm and fuzzy shit i love there's there's some stuff i remember in the beginning we had mixes called Pipola and all these other things. And I rem you, you actually had a hand in triggering some sounds because <laughs> I hear the, the famous metal pipe in the, uh, in that, the first, the, the first, pile driver, the pile driver. Yeah. No, because <laughs> I was metal pipe. Yeah. Remember that one? What you used yeah. To that's actually the metal pipe detuned. That's what that is. I can remember that. <laughs> I, I love when you do that stuff and you would trigger it from like, uh, you know, the AMS or the, 2290 yeah you know? a lot of times what i did because it was just easier was just to i ran a tone into one channel on the console and then when i wanted to play it just like quickly tap the button on and off oh well, and there react you go. to the pulse and the sound would came out yeah we did that a lot we, that that's uh, amazing yeah, that's that was that's just advanced. that was an invention that's <laughs> that's, an a, invention. that's a cool invention so what the, the tone that's triggering the sampler is it is it uh it's simple you run a tone into a channel the channel spends most of its time muted and when you want to trigger the sound you just basically unmute it it's only going to react to the first pulse it gets okay and wow, then that's you just advanced. quickly close it yeah i remember it won't you, react yeah. when you when you mute it but i remember but. you doing something with time code that would mute or unmute the talkback so that we didn't have to deal with the talkback you remember that? Oh yeah, that's uh, I've been doing that forever. It, it gets people in trouble, and I, I have to tell them when they walk in the room that this is an open mic room. Anything you say, whoever's in the other room is going to hear it. Because it every time, every time the tape stops, the mic is live. Is that correct? Yeah, okay. they're basically just running. You're just running. Um, you're just running a ducker. Okay. Old old fashioned shit we used to use. But, yeah, but what happens is, as soon as as soon as you hit play, it keys into the ducker and it just shuts it off. Okay. That's actually cool because yeah, sometimes when you're constantly reaching to hit a talkback button, it gets old. Yeah, I mean here on this console, I've got you know auto talkback. Okay. Um, then you got to contend with people saying, "Why do my drums sound different when you're talking?" Yeah. <laughs> you have any idea how many times I got to explain to somebody that's because the mic's on in the control room, sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of liking it like that. Can we get a sound like that? <laughs> Oh man, that's everybody's weird. looking for the townhouse sound from in the air tonight, Phil oh, Collins. Man. Yeah. Which is well, yeah. that's the room talk back in that case, but fuck. <laughs> have you ever seen um there's a little documentary, I think I might have even sent it to you, um f from the townhouse um with XTC working on the song Towers of London. It's like a half an hour episode. No, and, uh, I've never seen it. Oh my god, Bob. It's Steve Lillywhite and, and the band Steve Lillywhite's like twenty years old and they're they're there's a an inter <laughs> there's an interviewer there talking to them about the process. 
mm-hmm. and they just show all these amazing clips of them working on Towers of London, and it's like you, you see Terry Chambers hitting the drums in that room, and that's the sound. It's like, oh my God, that's the sound. That's the sound that came out of there. That's it's just incredible. It's brilliant, and and uh, and Andy Partridge goes to the mic and starts. They 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 did a um, they filmed one of his takes of, and it's just right. it's just so ridiculously great. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if it was the take or whatever. But yeah, I, I got to send it to you again. It's it's just a mind blowing. I love it. No, I've never seen that. I'd love to see it. It'll bl- it'll blow your mind. It'll, it'll and like yeah. they're all smoking cigarettes like nonstop like in the control room. It's just like, you know. <laughs> oh my God, it's just and yeah, and Steve Lillywhite. Once really, upon a time, he's really interesting though, talking about you know just his whole concept and how they they do it. It's just I'll send it to you later today. Cool. I, cool. I think that's good on this, guys. Uh, it's kind of a short episode, but um, that's the end of the, the TV Mania series. I had a, I had a question that maybe okay. you don't know the answer to. I don't know. But the, what voice is saying free? Who is that saying free publicity, more publicity? That's all it is. Do you know? I have no idea. And I know, I, I remember back then people being quite concerned with clearing samples and stuff. So they did clear these samples. I remember that. I mean, being, I know that was Princess Di saying the, the people know your name part. It, it really? Oh, wow. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah. That's who that is. Yeah. You didn't know that? Yeah. No. Because it's actually marked on the track as that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I thought yeah. that was Princess D.I. No, I'm just right. kidding. <laughs> it's Princess D.I. <laughs> yeah, we got to go back to you talking about the Lindrum, you great whore. Uh, <laughs> Well, love you guys. We have so much fun doing these, Bob. You, you are going to be a constant featured guest here because, like, the it's just wonderful to have you, and it's just always just warms me up. I will up. be happy to. You know that. Yeah, I just love having you around. It, it, you know, it, it's it's too bad people can't see the crazy crap we're doing while we're talking, oh, waving funny. our hands in the air, yeah. looking down and writing shit like a, like a couple of um, like like you know very efficient students. Also, I have to throw in a. Um, uh, extra thank you to Greg, um, who's the producer of the show. Greg Greg is in a band. I'm in a band with Greg called uh, Electric Lecture. We just had our album released this week, and uh, we definitely have to do a podcast on that because uh, um, so it just came out in vinyl, which I, I'm going to send. Do you, do you do you listen to vinyl, Bob, or not? I have a vinyl machine right here. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to send you one. I um, use it for proofing. Uh, everybody now is uh, sending vinyl, so I have to listen to it. Oh, that's great. So yeah, I want to send it to you. I'm so proud of it. It's like one of those records that I've wanted to make since I was a kid, and it just we have a chemistry. I, I, I saw I saw that you had the release, and I didn't. And you know, I think it was at midnight or something, and it was actually it was after my bedtime, so I didn't get to check it out yet. Uh, we'll definitely send you one. I've got a list of some going out, um, so you'll you'll be on it. And uh, yeah, I'm just wanted to thank Greg for all the work he does on this podcast. He's the one that kind of drives the the, the ship and makes makes sound. Yeah, he does. And, and and I know he's our audience of like one, so yeah. <laughs> live in the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, thank thank you, Greg. All right, guys. We thank will you, s- Greg. We will see you all on uh, the next episode of Studio Secrets A to Z. Hey, Bob, why did you say it? I like your announcer voice. We'll see you all on the next episode of Studio Secrets A to Z, and then we'll have some hot buttered peas. <laughs> Don't forget, every episode includes milk.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.